ever heard of a cardboard boxy? It's it's kind of like an armchair quarterback. It's a word we made up, and we think it fits our views of basketball pretty well. Our made-up phrase means that we think and act like a manager of a team, or even the commissioner some days. But we don't exactly have the bank account to follow up on our team-owning aspirations. We've got ideas and opinions about the league that change when we come up with new ones, and we may have some funny jokes. The important thing is we love basketball. But we also realize there are plenty of important people who make what you see on the court run smoothly. There are a lot of people who work behind the scenes to make the league the best it can be. And we like to showcase them because they don't always get the credit they deserve. If you're looking for great interviews and bad jokes, you've come to the right place. So come watch with us from our cardboard box seats. Yo, 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 what's up? We're back. Cover box seats. It's lit. It's lit. It's lit. All right. You got to say more than that, Nick. You can't just be the, you're the co-host. You're not just the ad-libber. Oh, I thought, but but the Migos are three individuals who make up a band, and they all just take turns ad-libbing, so I thought I could do that. I'm convinced, based on their musical performance, um, that they are one and the same. This may they are separate. related. Two of them are, correct? Yeah, yeah, two of them. And but then I me think and they the all other share, one. Are. I think they all share one consciousness. A constant state of highness. <laughs> yes. I like Here it. <laughs> all right, we're back. Um, officially, we season uh, three, baby. Season three. At least for a year, we're here. We're here for at least one more year. You thought you got rid of us, but sorry. But back here's by popular demand. All two of us wanted yeah. us back. Yeah, uh, Gabe. Oh, um, I'm pretty sure your mom was telling me the other day she wanted us to start recording again. When did you talk to my mom? We're pen pals. I feel like you would talk to Nana before my mom. Um, me and Nano. She Nana said she has trouble listening to the episodes, but your mom's a constant listener. Trust me, I get that at every family vacation. I can't hear your podcast. No, you can. You can. I made a shortcut for you. Oh Nana. Good old Nana. Shout out Nana. Nana. Nana, Nana. <laughs> so, um, I would apologize for us taking a long break, but we've just been busy making moves off the court and on the court tbh um i'm finally done with classes nick had a baby um my wife had a baby well correct together the mocks had a baby yeah um would you like to share the name sure yeah his name is nash baby boy well nash x yeah Mm -hmm. nash potatoes nash money Nash money. Okay, we got to get off this ad lib. We're we're gonna do this the whole episode. I feel like <laughs> got to snip it in the bud. Snip All right, well, we'll we'll try and stop it as much as possible. Snip it. Um, but yeah, uh, apparently the NBA uh, did not take any breaks along with us because we had uh, we had a wild playoffs. We had a surprising, I would say surprising finals. Yeah. Um, just as far as the matchup goes, um, and we're gonna talk about that as well. But in addition to the finals, we're actually going to talk about off-season moves, both um, players and staff. Uh, we take a particular um, 
kind of interest in the coaching side of things because we we have inter- interviewed a couple of staff members on a little bit of a couple of NBA teams. You might have heard of them. Um, but yeah, so we'll talk about that. And then finally, we'll just throw out some hot topics um, at the very end there. But first, let's talk about these finals because these finals were crazy. And we know we're late to the game, but we just want to give you our two cents. So I'll do a quick recap. And then, Nick, I want to hear your your final initial final thoughts. Oh, OK. Sure. Tracking? I think I'm tracking. I think I'm okay. tracking. All right. Call him Usain Bolt because he's tracking. All right. So we had the Bucks versus the Suns. And it ended up being the Bucks winning in six games, um, which, like we mentioned earlier, was an interesting matchup. I think we finally antici- we finally were glad to see the Bucks in. Uh, but no one expected the Suns. I don't think anyone expected the Suns, except for no. that guy who screamed at the camera, Suns in four, baby, Suns in four. But that wasn't until the playoffs. So, I mean, even leading up, I mean, yeah, they were they were top four or five a couple times throughout the season, but still mm-hmm. kind of out of nowhere. And a lot of a lot of people, a lot of fans are saying it's because all these other teams were riddled with injuries that, that the Bucks made it and that the Suns made it. But, I mean, at the end of the day, they made it. So That's right. Will they will they put an asterisk next to this? No, because it wasn't. If they're not, yes. Yeah, if they're not putting an asterisk next to the bubble games, they can't do it next to this one. Yep. Um, you do bring up an interesting point because um, it was the Nets versus the Bucks um, in one in a in a matchup, and it was basically KD because they were minus Kyrie and they were minus Harden, so. KD uh, finally got to experience what it was like to be on a team where there wasn't any other superstars. Tough guy. Yikes. Unless you count DeAndre Jordan in his year 70 in the NBA. <laughs> and uh, and what's his name? Um, Blake is on the team, but is he? Blake is on. Yeah, I don't think he played, though. Yeah, that's why I said, is he? Is he, though? Is um. He? And, and in the West, on the flip side of that, you got to see Paul George carry mm-hmm. a team when Kawhi the Claw Leonard was was injured. So, and yep. he kind of put to rest the the playoff P uh, hesitates under pressure and, and can't mm-hmm. perform because I mean just by himself and then the rest of the Clippers he did pretty well. So I mean not well enough to make it to the finals, but but well enough to prove me wrong. Because let's be honest. I'm I'm a big Paul George hater. Yeah, he hasn't really done great since he left Indiana. Yeah, um, but he's also been riddled with injuries, as you said before. Um, but we were able to see Kawhi Leonard kind of just take. It, it seemed like he was comfortable taking a backseat to letting Paul George win, which was very interesting. I thought, and which may, if I were anyone in the Clippers organization, I would look at that and say, hmm. Makes me think. Maybe not too much because uh, they re-signed Kawhi, but we'll get into that later. They did. Um, so I will say this: this was this ended up being my soapbox for the entire finals series. DeAndre Ayton lost the Suns the finals, and Chris Middleton won the Bucks. The you think Chris Middleton? I think Drew Holiday. What? Yeah. Tell me. Tell me. I don't Explain. know. I'm just, a, just a Drew fan. You, you do like Drew. And Drew, you trust. And Drew, I trust. 
Um, no, I think Chris did. I, Chris did come step up big time. There were a lot of clutch threes, uh, a lot of defensive plays that he came up and, and stepped up big time. So, and on your point of uh, DeAndre Ayton, um, dude, better be spending this whole off season in the gym because <laughs> there's no reason he can't bulk up and look like Giannis looks. Honestly, like they are, they look the same. They're both their rookie year, and looking at him now, what what year is Giannis? Seven, eight. Um, mm-hmm. There's no reason. DeAndre Ayton in year going on four, I believe, shouldn't be bulking up. Like, he shouldn't right. be a stick figure. Yeah. And I don't even know if uh, – definitely his physique has something to do with it. But I think more for him it's a confidence issue. Because this really irritated me. He His feet never left the floor. Like, when jumping for a ball, he just went up onto his toes. Except for game one. Game one, he, he went crazy, and that's why the Suns won. There's yep. no doubt about that. Um, But – Dude, like you, and he's he's playing volleyball with the basketball. He's like just tapping it out, uh, just hoping someone else gets the rebound. Which, yeah, the Bucks got the rebound because he didn't grab yeah. it with two hands. Um, but we got to see Chris Paul kind of throw the ball away quite a few times, which was very out of pocket for him. And not only throw the ball away, but like slip on the court too. Yeah, what's going You're on? You're playing with slip that? and slide out there. Slip and slide. He needs to talk to State Farm about that. Yeah. Um, Jake. Jake. Where you at? Is it Jake, though? Yeah, it's Maybe Jake. It's someone else now. No, you're oh, right. You're right. Jake it's Jake. Too. It's Jake. Um, but there's also Chris's alter ego, Cliff. That's true. His uh, twin brother, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Something like yeah. that. But we also got to see Devin Booker go crazy. Um, there was a lot of flashes of, dare I say, Kobe from him. Just with his like, like, he he was hungry. He got into foul trouble and quite, pretty much every game, um, which might have been the Bucks' strategy. But man, he he was he was shooting lights out. But the and the only person who shot out lights better was Chris Middleton. Yeah, which is I why I, I I would I was I was praying because I wanted the Suns to win because of CP3. Um, even though I have a Bucks shirt, don't talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Um, but every time Chris Middleton got the ball, it didn't matter who was around him, didn't matter what angle he was of the basketball or the hoop, the ball was going in, game over. <laughs> yeah, he he wasn't missing. Um, uh, and yeah, I'm with you. I wanted the Suns to win too, but it was nice to see the Bucks win it, especially at home. Yeah, true. Good yeah. call. Good call. Um, yeah, Giannis deserves that. Um, and we'll. So I was approached with the question which we'll definitely go into deeper later. Um, what does Giannis have to do, if anything, to become the greatest power forward of all time? And we'll talk you can jump into that, that now? You want to oh, we might as well. It's a good, seg- good segue. Okay. Um, so as far as comparisons, so let's compare some other big power forwards to him. So we're looking at Charles Barkley. Tim Duncan. Right? Tim Duncan. Dirk Nowitzki. I mean, those are some pretty high power names, especially when I mean when it comes to power forwards, that's what you got, right? There's not a lot of superstar power forwards. And I think I think the argument could also be made for KG, Kevin Garnett, even though he played a majority of his time as a well, he kind of went back and forth, but for the Celtics he played more center than anything. 
Yeah, and I think you got to be careful because there's not like I, I feel like Giannis plays more strictly power forward when there's a lot, especially older days they would play center power forward. Like I'm thinking right, like yeah. the Admiral. I think he bounced yeah. back and forth between center yeah. and power forward. So yeah. if we're counting that, you know. Yeah. Um, I think it, just as far as awards. So in this, this has been my issue. Do we look at the athletes like regular season slash championships, like their awards, or are we looking at all time numbers? You know what I mean? Because if we look at some of those numbers, like Giannis doesn't have numbers comparable to a lot of those guys, but he has more awards than all of them. Yeah. Well, actually, he might have more of them. Well, not more than. I don't know. Tim Duncan has more finals and finals MVP. Correct. But he has, Giannis has more um, MVP in South. MVP. And defensive player of the year as well. Um, But I think at this point, if Giannis wins two, maybe, well, I think two more championships, Tim Duncan might be in trouble. Because right now, I would consider Tim Duncan the greatest. Okay. Power forward. Yeah. When compared to Charles Barkley, Dirk Nowitzki, and Kevin Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's just my thing. I honestly haven't given it much thought, but yeah, I could I I could see that. Yeah, because Charles Barkley doesn't have a championship, right? Nope. And Shaq doesn't want to forget it. <laughs> Dirk has won. Kevin Garnett has won. Uh, I think Duncan has three or four. Three. One of those. Yeah. Is it three? Um. So that's. That's really the only only difference maker here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's different because, like, when you think of all those players, which person's body type sticks out the most? What do you mean? Like, all so out of those four people, three of them have the almost the same exact build. Kind of like a stocky, kind of super strong, yeah, body type. But Giannis is over here, super lanky, two steps to the basket. Tim Duncan, a lot of turnaround, kind of those weird jump hooks. Dirk Nowitzki, those fadeaways. Charles Barkley, whatever he wants. Kevin Garnett, kind of like a donuts. <laughs> Charles oh, we're Barkley talking back in the day. Back in the day. Back in the day. And then Kevin Garnett, uh, just kind of a dominating play style. I think he, out of all three, would be more comparable to Giannis, just with his both defensive aptitude as well as his play style. But yeah, and physically, and physically, I guess a little bit. But I don't know. They're all about the same. I feel like they're all about the same like body type. Um, but I guess that goes into more of like the position itself. But yeah, shooting style. You're right. They are all a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. Some Tyler, shout out Tyler. He brought that question up to me, and um, I hope I did a good job of articulating it. A lot of a lot of my points came from him uh, because he had a lot of good points. So, in order for him to be considered one of the greatest, do you think he has to do anything? Or so he's. I think he's already maybe top three. I think 
man, he could be number two just based on awards. But the other side of the argument is all time numbers. See, that's that's what I was considering. Like you can win all these awards, but do they mean a whole lot nowadays? I think the awards mean more than the numbers, because like if you look at Bleacher Report and you see what they're putting up, they like honestly, I don't think I've ever seen maybe once or twice I've seen pictures of greats with their numbers. Normally, it's like, look at all these accolades they have. And here is their trophy case. You know, it's it's more that than than total points and total rebounds and blocks. Mm -hmm. Well, if that is the case, then why is not Bill Russell considered the greatest of all time? I think it's hard for this generation to think of players that are older because they didn't see them play. And if they're watching, it's it's highlights and it's highlights from the t- a time that the, the league and the game was a lot different than it is now. Mm-hmm. So I think it's hard for this generation to to say Bill Russell's the greatest. I mean, I think Bill Russell is one of the greatest, but I mean, it's hard to hard to say. And I think the whole Jordan like Jordan as the goat debate is going to start fading more and more. As right. the new generation comes up, just because the, they didn't see him play live, so yeah, that's an excellent point. That's an excellent point. Um, so I think in a roundabout way, it's something that maybe we both agree on, and I I'll speak for you in just a moment. Um, feel free to correct me, but I think what we both are saying that if Giannis were to win maybe one more Finals, he might be considered the greatest. Yeah. Because then we can look at the hierarchy of, like, do you value the, like, championship uh, or a MVP trophy or a defensive player of the year trophy more than one or the other? You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Let me phrase this, phrase this question for you. What does he – does him winning the um, finals, is it better for him to win it with the Bucks or is it, or is it the same if he goes to L.A. and wins it? The finals MVP or the finals just overall? Finals, finals in general. Is um, it is it looked at the same or like it's just just a trophy on the shelf? So you're saying take Giannis, put him on any other team, and if he wins the finals, is it equal to what he did with his with his quote unquote big three? Yeah, will he still Milwaukee? be the greatest? Like, would would you still consider him the greatest if he wins one more finals with another team? Or are you going to look down because he joined a bigger super team? I, I don't think I, – no, I, I think it would be equal. Um, okay. Because it wasn't like he wasn't producing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in, in that final series, it would be hard to find someone who put up the same numbers as both himself and Chris Middleton. That's true. Yeah, I agree. I think I think it would still – still be a, a finals win for him. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh boy, we'll see what happens. So see if he pulls a KD. And KD's, I don't think he would. Uh, you don't think so? I think he's got too much respect in the front office. Like, yeah. like they're allowing his brother to play on the team again. Like, I don't know. I think they kind of give him whatever he wants there. It's his city. Yeah. Well, now that he's won a championship, I think he's. I think he's going to stay for a while. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. All right, let's 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 talk about these free agency moves. There was a lot. There were a plenty. A couple happened right before draft night. A couple happened the days following. But I think the biggest one, <laughs> the biggest laughable one, perhaps, is uh, L.A. Lakers turning into 
what I believe someone on ESPN called LAARP because they have the oldest roster by far, uh, including Russell Westbrook, Dwight Howard, LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, and a bunch of other no-names. Trevor Reza. He's Trevor pretty old. Reza. Yeah, he is pretty old as well. He's pretty old. Um, Dwight Howard. I mean, uh, Russell Westbrook, I think, being the youngest out of everyone you just named. Maybe maybe Dwight. I don't know their age. I, I know Russ is 32, I think. I think Russ is younger. And then you have Anthony Davis being the youngest out of all of them. I forget he's on that team because he... But he's so injury prone that it makes yeah. it seem like he's a lot older than he is with all the arthritis and surgeries he's had. Uh, darn arthritis will get you every time. I think the most interesting thing about this is, first of all, the trade for Russ. There's there's no there's no reason they should have done that. They gave up a lot. They gave up a ton. They gave up Kuzma, uh, Trez, and I think a, a draft pick as well. I believe so. Yeah, like that's no way. Come on. And KCP. Someone, oh, that's right. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, KCP. Um, I don't, I don't think it was Trez. I think Trez was somewhere else. No, Montrez. And it was Kyle Kuzma, Montrez, Harrell, and KCP, and I believe the draft pick. Dang, that is Russ is not worth that much for someone who shoots the worst at any spot on the court, on the court, um, and who just doesn't take care of the ball, all of which yeah. the Lakers struggled with last year. I'm interested to see. I think we might have a repeat of a couple years ago on the Cavs when oh, we got a bunch of big-name players all together. Like we had Isaiah Thomas. We had LeBron. Uh, yeah. We had um, D, D. Wade like and D. D. Rose. Rose. Like, yeah. And we made it until I believe it was around Christmas time, and then all of them were gone. So we'll They're either injured or gone. Yep. Yeah. And I, I think that's unfortunately what's going to happen. There, come Christmas game, three of the starting five are going to be sitting there with month-long injuries. Because Christmas game this year is the Nets Lakers. Yeah, it's already been announced. Yep, easy win for the for the Nets. Bold statement. I'm calling it. Calling it. All right. So that's that's the Lakers, the mm-hmm. oldest team in the league, the oldest geriatric L- Lakers, <laughs> geriatric Lakers. Um, I, I, we talked a little bit about this earlier, uh, with the Clippers. We'll go, uh, we'll stay in the same arena, but we'll just change the floorboards here and maybe the color scheme. So we're talking about the Clippers now. Um, so Nicholas Batum re-signed because apparently he can play really well as long as he's not in Charlotte. Um, <laughs> he plays even better for the Olympics. Don't yeah. get me started, bro. Uh, Kawhi Leonard re-signed, uh, adjusted his deal a little bit. He, we originally thought he... We got the notification saying that he was a free agent and he declined his option, but they just kind of reshuffled the money and said, ah, here you go. And then Reggie but Jackson added well. A lot of people were upset on how long it took Kawhi to re-sign. It wasn't right away. Mm-hmm. He's got to weigh his options. Throw that little, little thing out there. Got to weigh his options. Um, but they also traded Patrick Beverly, which they should have done two years ago, and Rajon Rondo. Um, who just they, signed? They, yeah, <laughs> yikes. Um, and they got Eric Bledsoe out of that deal, which is a very. I would rather have Rondo than Bledsoe or Beverly. Yeah, it, it's interesting. Um, I mean, this is Bledsoe's second time on the the yeah. Clippers. 
when he was a backup guard to Chris Paul. So maybe right. it's his time to shine. I don't know. He didn't do great in. I mean, he didn't do great in the with the Pelicans. And honestly, like he hasn't didn't do that great when he was with the Bucks a couple years ago. Yeah. Either, so he's had a sharp decline. Um, I think the biggest thing that the Clippers needed was a point guard who passes. And I think Rajon Rondo would have been their best bet. I'm not sure why they did not keep him. Uh, it must have been for money reasons, but money or maybe chemistry. Chemistry is another big issue because of Patrick Beverly, I think, too. Yeah. So moving on to the next team over in Chicago, um, probably one of the teams that most people are going to want to watch after um, seeing all their trade moves because they got Lonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso. Hmm, what an interesting team. It is. Well, I don't I don't really know. I mean, Zach Levine did pretty well this offseason with the Olympics, mm-hmm. so maybe maybe they're coming in hot. Well, yeah, I think Zach does Mr. Levine does well. Um Adam every year. No, not not Adam Levine. Oh. I'm talking about Zach. Zachari. Oh. Um I think he does really well every year. It's just they it always gets overshadowed by the fact that they cannot win games and the leadership council or whatever they call themselves um, just decide not to practice or do this, that and the other. And I mean, Laurie Markinen's there, but I think he's he's well on his way out. Both. I think Chicago's just looking for an offer. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. This will be a good year. They have a pretty sick team. Billy Donovan's the head coach. So. Mm-hmm. He did good things with the Thunder a couple years ago. Maybe he'll do the good things with, with the Bulls. All right. Absolutely. Next up, we got the Hornets. Our babies. Our baby. It was a little disappointing, um, but we what? did pick up Mason. Pl- like, the, the pieces we lost weren't disappointing. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Pieces we picked oh. up, not so much. Big ones being Mason Plumley and Kelly Oubre Jr. Kelly Oubre Jr. Pretty boy Jr. Pretty boy Oubre. Uh, Mason Plumley, I'm a fan of, even though he's injury prone, uh, simply because of his height and his willingness to rebound. He's also a pretty good passer. And then Kelly Oubre is a great shooter, but also brings height to the table. But we unfortunately did lose a couple players. Um, Devontae Graham being the biggest. Uh, we also lost uh, Malik Zeller. Monk. Cody Zeller, that's right. Uh, I wish Cody Zeller stayed, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Big Z. Um, and yeah, and then Malik Monk, who signed to the Lakers for, I believe, like almost a minimum deal. Yeah. A one year, I know. But, oh man. So we'll see how they do. I don't think, I mean, if you're, if you're looking at the roster, who they have now, they have PJ Washington, they have Miles Bridges, uh, Terry Rozier, obviously LaMelo, um, and then Gordon Hayward. Michael Jordan, if he decides to come out of the, the gambling dens. And then, um, yeah. So we'll see. It, it, on paper, it looks like a great team. I will still wear my Hornet shirts every day of the week and call it a day. <laughs> there we go. All right. Next, we got the Warriors. I'll let you take uh, this one because these are your babies. The A name we haven't heard in, in quite some time, Odo Porter Jr., Signed Did a deal you just with call them. Call him Odo. Odo. It's Otto, right? I know it is. Okay. 
no. We just haven't heard nope. it in so long. People are forgetting how to pronounce it. Let's go, Odo. Let's go. All right. Otis Porter Jr. Um, <laughs> and then Andre Iguodala is back. So for all you uh, Max Kellerman fans out there, shooting threes. <laughs> Fate of the universe on the line. Death beam pointed at Earth. I want Iguodala. There we go. And uh, we might have a trade later um, this week. Oops. We might have a trade later this week with uh, Draymond Green because he was on some talk show with Kevin Durant today and they were bashing bashing the front office um, and Steve Kerr. So, uh, Kit. So Mike, not looking good for uh, for old Draymond. Bash, bashing Yikes. a team he's currently on the roster for that's currently paying him. Yikes! I think uh, that I think that may have just been him publicly asking for a trade without publicly asking for a trade. What an idiot! Someone who yeah. like doesn't play that great and got a ring like uh, you're never getting a ring again. Yep. See you in what's what's the worst team in the league right now? Uh, Kings, uh, Minnesota. Kings. Yeah. Yeah, he can go. Uh, he can go to the Timberwolves. G League. Yeah, maybe. Or or the Raptors now. Yeah, the Raptors stink now. Um, yeah. So high hopes for the Warriors this year. You can Clay back. Yeah, that's true. We'll see. Until he injures himself in practice. Yeah, dude. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. Fingers crossed. No, I for real. I mean, he missed two of his best playing years, like age wise. Yeah. So we'll see. All the best Dang. for Clay. All yeah, right. I'm excited. Oh, okay. Okay. Next, we got the Grizzlies. Uh, they didn't have too many, too many big moves. Uh, honorable Dude. mention: Stephen Adams. Yeah. Stephen Adams. He, Poor guy. Well, he did. It was Stephen Adams and Eric Bledsoe, but then there was like a five-team trade in that um, trade for uh, Bledsoe to go to. The Lakers, so. Right. Oh, man. Uh, was it the Lakers? No, the Clippers. I'm sorry. Clipper, yeah, Clippers. Yeah. There, I believe this is the trade that there might have been some tampering in, and there's an investigation ongoing. And Lonzo's trade. And Lonzo's trade, correct. There's two of them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not a whole lot going on with uh, the Grizzlies. However, with the Heat, a lot happened. A lot. Um. Jimmy Butler, Mega Max extension, um, and I think he's going to break the mold as far as extensions go. I think he's going to play great continually for the next uh, like five years, I think it is, um, as opposed to some other people who got a max contract, you know? If, On that team? Or? No, just in general. Just in general. Um, I didn't know, like Bam or something like that. Oh, Yeah. That's right. I did have a soapbox about Bam. I forgot he was on that team. Psych! Bam's on that team. And he's got a max. We'll see what happens. Um, Jimmy Neutron, uh, Mr. Robinson, a.k.a. D-Rob, they re-signed him. He basically came out saying, I would love to stay with the Heat. Please don't trade. Please let me stay. You know who else said that and then got traded? Who? Drogic. Is that how you say his last name? Yeah, Goran Drogic, yeah. He was bashing Toronto, and that's where he lives now. So yeah, no, he, he I think he was bashing it like as he was living there. He said yeah, something uh, like the trade happened, and then like yeah, then he started bashing it. Yeah, he was like, so that Toronto's sucks. Not somewhere I'd want to be. But I think I think there was a little bit 
a lot of people are saying there's a little bit of a language miscommunication because uh, English is a second language. Um, so, oh. so it might be a good save or it might just be good PR. <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably good PR. It kind of sounds like uh, what's his name? The, the um, commentator who said that the Celtics head coach is now the first uh, person of color who to ever coach the Celtics. And forgot <laughs> yeah. many many a coaches beforehand and then said sorry my uh my twitter's been hacked i changed the password oh yeah good call <laughs> lol um but yeah so duncan robinson uh, a lot of interesting names here pj tucker markeith morris victor oladipo with a veterans minimum um dwayne dedemon um hero state or hero state tyler hero stayed they didn't trade him um bam is obviously still there uh, much to many people's chagrin perhaps and i you know i'm very surprised that victor oladipo stayed if i'm being honest um i think he didn't get the chance to play like he wanted so he was doing anything he could to to stay so i think he was fine signing that extension or signing that veteran deal um mm-hmm. just because he wants to stay in miami and rehab now since he didn't get to play a full season, full healthy season like we were all hoping. Yep. And I think probably one of the biggest names that came down to the Heat was Kyle Lowry. Yes, sir. So he was, trade, he was traded from um, the Raptors, obviously, which the organization said they were going to retire his number, which I think is pretty silly, honestly. <laughs> Um, Pretty silly for them to say it now, or wait till he retires. Just in general, to retire his number. Like, and I understand he was a great player for that organization, but besides bringing a championship, what else, what all did he do? Uh, brought his booty. Brought his booty. Well, you heard it here first. Thank you, Nick. Uh, you're showing your true colors. Um, you have a kid, and he's gonna listen to that one day. You know, right? <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Oh, uh, yeah. Anything else you want to say about the Heat? No, well, it'll be interesting to see them this season. It'll be interesting to see everyone, but whatever. Okay. All right. Cool. Let's go to the next one. You want to talk about the Knicks? Um. Yeah, sure. So, Knicks, they're looking good. I mean, so is everyone. Uh, Alec Burks resigned. Uh, Noel resigned. Evan Fournier is now with the mm-hmm. Knicks. Yep. Derek Rose resigned. Taj Gibson's there again. Yep. Kimba Walker is now there, mm. which is interesting because he was traded to the Thunder, bought out, and then now it's with the Knicks. Um, which is where and, he's from. Yeah, so it'll be uh, interesting to see him at home. Uh, will they make it to outside of the first round? Probably not, but interesting to see them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, first round, second round, we'll see. But I think they make the playoffs. I yeah. think they make the playoffs. Yep. All right. Next up, we got the Suns. So a lot of re-signed, re-signings. Yeah. Um, most notably Chris Paul, Cameron Payne, um, and JaVale McGee, which is interesting. Um, they needed toughness in the center position. And honestly, I was hoping they'd pick up DeMarcus Cousins. Because uh, I think that would be a great pickup for them because he's so aggressive down there. That's true, but he's another one that can't stay healthy. So yeah. 
I mean, yeah, it would be like a it would be a veterans minimum. Or I mean, so is Javel. Javel doesn't stay healthy, but I think ever since he had the the rat tail, the Padawan rat tail, he's he's done pretty good. <laughs> is it called a Padawan rat tail? I don't think that's the right term. Let's uh let's ask George. <laughs> George Lucas. Oh George. Um, and then we'll talk a little bit about the Wizards, who seem to have like a very interesting team as far as like they're not like I don't want to say they're like B-list play. Well, I guess they are in a way. Um, Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, KCP, who we already talked about, all coming from the Lakers. Spencer Dinwiddie, interesting enough, uh, he was he was looking to get out of the Nets. I did not think he would just go across state lines though and go to Washington D.C. Um, and yeah, I think there is a pretty big potential for that team to be pretty good. The only issue if being you were that in Europe. A... Wow, really? You're saying that? You're saying with uh, Beal? So I'm gonna say I saw that and I stole that meme. Um, okay. But I very much stand by it. Okay. Well, so no playoffs? Is that what you're saying? No, not at all. Okay. This I do rebuild. agree with that. Okay. Well, might be some interesting trade pieces in the years to come. How about that? Okay, good call, good call. Good call, good call. Real quick, I, mean, I, want, to talk, I want to talk about the Jazz, because the Jazz got jazz. an interesting piece. Um, Mike Conley re-signed. Uh, Whiteside is now with the Jazz, and Rudy Gay. So, Who we'll, is your interesting sign in that? Uh, Whiteside okay. is the interesting sign. Yeah, I think he gives some some size to give different options for, to balance between Rudy Gobert and Hassan Whiteside. So I don't know. I I agree. Um, it'll be interesting to see how he changes his play style. Um, if he, I think he'll get whipped into style, shape. I, I hope so. Otherwise, he'll just get traded again. I think they're fine with that. <laughs> Yeah, they're fine with that. Um, let's talk a little bit about coaching. We're not going to go through our entire list, I, but what? Who on this list do you think is the biggest interesting? Well, who, okay, let's let's start with this. Which coach's decision to leave do you think is the most interesting out of this? Rick Carlisle out of the maps. A hundred percent. A hundred percent, because there was a little bit of drama surrounding this one, um, just with trying to make Luca happy for what it seemed, because I believe the president of the organization also stepped down um, or the GM. I can't remember which one, whichever one. Mark, I think it was well, the Mark GM. The yeah. Was it the GM? It was the GM because this Jason Kidd is the GM's first hire. Right. That's right. Um, so Rick Carlisle is actually I believe he signed. Where did where did Pacers. he go? He went to the Pacers. That's and this right. is he's back with the Pacers. He coached there from 2003 to 2007 when we got to right. see the infamous um, Malice in the Palace. Malice in the Palace. Sorry, that was just history. Keep going. Yep. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think Rick Carl is the biggest leave. So let's yeah. talk about the oh. Mm. I actually, I take my. Oh, I'm going to say no, Brad Stevens. I'm, I'm going to say Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens, really. Um, uh, another interesting would be Terry um, Terry Schultz, Schultz. How do you say his last name? For Stotts. the Blazers. Stotts, whatever. Yeah. He gone. Yeah. It don't matter anyway. 
Yeah, see ya. Uh, I ain't crying ain't okay. gonna bring him home. Brad Stevens, let's hear why that's interesting to you. Brad Stevens. Um, heralded as the second coming of Christ when it comes to coaching, uh, coming from Butler to anyone in the league. Um, and then we saw him honestly not maybe underperform is the right word. I don't want to say flop he or made anything the playoffs like that. In almost every year except one as his, as the head coach. Yeah. Um, but the Celtics also have an incredibly good team. Um, so I will say this, this always goes back to my point. Do coaches make that much difference defensively? Yes. Offensively? No. Um, like you want to get certain players triangle offense. Ooh, the Bermuda triangle offense more like, um, so, yeah, but Brad Stevens still is staying with the uh, not Sixers, excuse me, uh, the Celtics. He is now um, just kind of morphed into the team president role, um, which he immediately, <laughs> almost immediately he traded like a bunch of his players. He was like, well, uh, guys, if I, I noticed y'all put on Indeed for this position. I'm going to go ahead and apply. Here's what I do. <laughs> well, you hurt my feelings, so uh, you gone. Adios, amigo. Um, so yeah, between Carlisle and Stevens, I think those are probably the biggest two quote unquote outs that we have. Um, as far as ends, do you have any, any that stick out to you? Uh, Nate McMillan got hired as the, uh, official head coach for the Hawks, which is a good move by that organization. Um, Chauncey Billups, uh, for the Blazers, good move for the organization. And that's it. Yeah, I, I think Jason, I mean, the moves Jason we had for like Jason Kidd and Rick Carlisle yeah. are good moves, but we kind of touched on them already, too. Yeah, I think Jason Kidd might be interesting, but Chauncey Billis is even more interesting to me because he was coming from a front off a fully front office position to now he's a side like he's on the sideline. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how you know how players do they are they good coaches? Well, we're about to find out Jason Kidd and uh uh, Chauncey Billups. So we'll see about yeah, that. Yeah, because I, mean, I think those are probably going to be the like, biggest tests. That's true. Like I mean, like Steve Kerr, Steve Nash, great, great coaches, mm-hmm. but they also have great pieces. And then you have Larry Bird, was not a great coach, but was a great player. So exactly. But the, he also hey. did not have great pieces. That's true. The team is made up of many, not of one. Confucius say. I don't know if Confucius was that actually fortune, said that. Was that in your fortune cookie? Uh, yes, from P.F. James. Yeah. I'd also said, a new podcast episode is coming your way. Your lucky numbers are 3, 4, 9, and 7. How did you know that? <gasps> they even went up to 9 and then back down to 7. Wow. That's how they work. That's how they work. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so, yeah, I think this season is shaping out, obviously, to be a good one. I'm sure there will be plenty of drama, especially after this Draymond and KD interview you know we love it we're here for we we're here for the drama specifically to make fun of it um i do want to mention this uh just briefly because i know we're 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 hitting on the upper edge of our time here um jello leangelo jello oh whoa what's some jello okay dang that's that's two comments that's my favorite favorite i'm not judging i'm not judging but that's i'm just talking about my favorite lunchtime snack Strawberry Jello. Strawberry Jello. Why'd you say it like that? Canceled. Wow. 
Um, so, Leangelo Ball, he's playing on the Summer League. Well, they just finished up the Summer League uh, for the Hornets. And he was playing, he was playing really, really good. And he's a, he's a really good shooter, and he really showcased that. Why yeah, do you think it's taking really, this? playing really, really well for the Summer League. You're right. Well, come, give this guy a chance. He came out of nowhere, and he just showed up a bunch of people. You're right. Am, am a bunch I wrong? Of, okay, I'm right. A bunch of young and super old washed up people. You're right. This guy who played internationally. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's a good point, but I still think you're you're looking at top I'm college just to players. With you. Top college players and top G League players on the Hornets roster. <laughs> Come on. So of course he's going to be number one on the roster. Yeah, okay. You know what? I think he's going to do great, and he's really impressed a lot of people, including myself, and I hope that the Hornets sign him there. That's all I, I got to say. I think they That's signed, all I got to say. I think they signed him for a G League team, um, and I'd, I'd be a what? fan of it. Yeah. A G League team? Really? They'd give him a two-way contract. Maybe bring him on okay. for 10 days, and we see what happens. I think it's fair. They, they got a lot of people on that roster anyway. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe it happens if Gordon's injured. If Ubre's mm-hmm. not doing great, um, maybe they they bring him up and, and see what happens. Uh, we'll have some some ball brother chemistry. Ooh. And maybe they do it. Maybe we can trade for Alonzo. Nah, nah. Maybe we do it while we're playing the Bulls. Ooh. Okay. I like that. Better idea. The brains of the operation over there. I'm just, just mixing up some uh, mixing up some stuff over here. Don't don't mind me. And the kitchen will open up stir fry. Whoa. Open up Jello. Jello. There you go. Yeah. Any other topics that you think worth mentioning in this crazy and wild off season? Um. Yeah. Real quick. Patty Mills to the Nets. That's one thing I. I forgot oh yeah. Earlier. That's a pretty big one. Leaving that, the that's a, Spurs that's and big one. going to a super team. So. Will the Nets, do the Nets have all the pieces they need, yes or no, to, to win a finals? Uh, so in a perfect world where everyone stays healthy? Yeah. Yes. Will they do it? Let's hear it. First, in a perfect world where everyone stays healthy? It's yes, not a perfect world. Goes, then it really just depends on who gets injured and when they get injured. James Harden stays healthy. KD stays healthy. I think they're set. You don't need, you don't necessarily need Kyrie. I will say that. That's probably one of my biggest hot takes, uh, and they proved that. Um, Patty Mills is great, and he can definitely lead the second string. He, I mean, he can start too. It's not, it's not that he can't start. It's just like I think his role would be better suited for him leading the second string because it's a bunch of no names. And I think he'd be fine coming off the bench. Yeah, that's what he did with uh, the Spurs for a while. Yeah, so I like it. I don't think they'll they'll make it to the finals. I don't think I don't see everyone staying healthy. Just just given a lot of those players' history, um, yeah. I hope Kevin Durant, out of everyone on that team, stays healthy because I think yeah. Kevin Durant's a great player and I love to see him shine. So I don't know. That's that's my two cents on that. But other is than he that, paying you to say that. Yeah, this uh, this episode is sponsored by Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, thank you so much for uh, for giving us the money and, and time. Um, no problem, Nick. Yeah, so. <laughs> wow, it's like he's really there. He is. Uh, he's uh, 7'2", he told me, is his actual height. 
Man, how's the weather up there? <laughs> Got him. Did you know uh, someone asked that of Wilt Chamberlain uh, one time in the elevator, and he said it's raining, and he proceeded to spit on the person who asked? <laughs> no, are you serious? <laughs> that was one of my all-time favorite NBA stories. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Classic Wilt. Oh, what man. a character. Well, that's that concludes. That's our fun fact. Perfect. Bringing back the fun fact. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so that concludes the season premiere. Season three, Carper Box Seats. Um, hopefully we can line up some sweet interviews for you that um, that we can schedule <laughs> to interview. Because um, life's busy. Tell you what. You know. That's all right. That's all right. Um, so, yeah. Um, if you're listening to this, thanks for sticking with us. Um, let us know what you want to hear us talk about uh, by reaching out to our social media page at CBBS Podcast um, on Instagram. Uh, we are on Twitter, but we won't respond because we're not on Twitter. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, if you want the best way of reaching us, look on Instagram. We'll see if we can line up some great more interviews and definitely some some better cold opens. We're, we were slacking today. We kind of threw this episode together. Um, but yeah and don't forget to uh Ooh. follow us subscribe follow. all that subscribe. fun stuff like all the pictures fun. like the pictures yeah. share the pictures honestly that. share it with your mom share it with your nana that's true we can send you a sticker too if they want a sticker if they want a sticker we'll send you a sticker no questions asked no questions can all I right do that that's it yeah no questions no questions oh sorry sorry except we no need questions. your address that's the only question okay <laughs> Don't even need their name. Dang. We'll just oh. use their Instagram handle. <laughs> yeah, Joe Mama. Jo- That's who we're sending That's it to. Really, how you're gonna end it? Wow. <laughs> this is brutal. This is it's a it's it's a hard knock life out here. I'll tell you what. Thanks for sticking around uh, so long, guys, and uh, thanks for listening to season three, episode one. There you go, Confucius. Say bye.